Welcome to the Old Time Radio Superman Show. From Boise, Idaho, this is your host, Adam Graham. If you have a comment, email it to me, uh, adam at adamsweb.us. Also, be sure and rate the show on iTunes. Before we do get started, I encourage you to pick up your copy of the Powerhouse Heroic Adventures Bundle. You get my first three superhero comedies for one uh, simple price with Tales of the Dim Night, Fly Another Day, and Powerhouse Hard Press. The book is available in all major ebook stores. It's also available as a 27-hour long audiobook through Audible.com as well as through the iTunes Store. Well, now it's time for today's episode of Superman, the original air date, or June the 17th, 1947, the title Superman vs. Kryptonite, Part 25. Faster than a speeding bullet, more powerful than a locomotive, able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane, it's Superman! Kellogg's Pep. Pep. Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal, presents The Adventures of Superman. Today, as the great pitcher Bud Smith, or Superman, stands by for the leading game of the season... His friends strive to check his true identity, while his enemies prepare for his final and complete destruction. They're concealed. They're hidden. They're secret. Yes, your most confidential papers and messages are secret when you carry them in the genuine army money belt Kellogg's Pep has for you. It's the very same money belt that G.I.s wore. It has three concealed compartments, one large pocket and two smaller ones, covered with a special flap that folds over on the inside and keeps the pocket secret, a swell hiding place for your secret codes and messages. This genuine Army money belt is adjustable so that you can buckle it right on to fit you. It's real Army khaki color with a full-sized buckle. Maybe you'll wear it under your coat or your jacket or on the outside. You can wear it around your waist or slung over one shoulder. G.I.s paid a dollar for their army money belts, but all you do is to mail ten cents plus a box stop from a package of Kellogg's Pep and your name and address to Superman, Box 251, Battle Creek, Michigan. Now, don't put it off. These belts are going fast, so get yours while the getting's good. Today, send ten cents with one Kellogg's Pep box stop and your name and address clearly printed to Superman, Box 251, Battle Creek, Michigan. This offer is limited to the United States. You'll go for this swell army money belt, and you'll go for the swell cereal, Kellogg's Pep. Now, the adventures of Superman. Suffering from complete loss of memory caused by doses of liquid kryptonite which were forcibly fed to him by Big George Latimer, Superman became a sensational baseball pitcher under the assumed name of Bud Smith and was purchased by the big league Metropolis Titans. On his arrival in Metropolis, he was met by reporters Lois Lane and Jimmy Olsen, who were fascinated by his amazing resemblance to their missing friend, Clark Kent, who, as we know, is really Superman. Lois offered to drive him to the ballpark, unaware that Latimer, fearing that Superman might recover his memory, was following in another car and had arranged for an accident to happen to them. 
As Lois, with Jimmy and Bud Smith beside her, drove her car along deserted Dunhill Road, a heavy truck suddenly swung in front of them, crowding them toward a deep ditch and threatening to smash the car like an eggshell. Slate, look out! We're going to be killed! Seeing instant death loom over them, Lois is frozen with terror. As Jimmy cries out in horror, Bud Smith, having forgotten he is Superman, instinctively thrusts out a hand to ward off the huge truck which, which is about to crush them. At the thrust of Superman's hand, propelled by the strength which can move mountains, the giant truck rocks back violently on two wheels, almost overturns. And in the instant before it careens back, Lois's car sweeps safely past and speeds away up the road. Pale and shaken after their miraculous escape, Lois and Jimmy cannot speak. Bud Smith, not realizing that it was his superhuman strength that saved them, finds his voice first. Was that close? Oh, dear. That's putting it mildly, Mr. Smith. And how? I thought sure we were done for. Frankly, so did I, Jim. One moment that truck was practically on top of us, and then it then it just seemed to tip backwards and let us pass before dropping again. Yeah. I wonder what did happen. Oh, I don't know, except, well, maybe... I guess the driver just managed to swing away in time. But the way the truck tipped back, as if a, a pile driver or something had hit it. Well, hey, I thought... what's the matter with your forehead, Jim? Oh, I don't know. What... Why, there's a lump on it as big as an egg. Jim, you're hurt. I am. Watch the road, Miss Lane. Here, let's have a look at you, son. I, I do feel kind of groggy. Oh. I think I must have bumped my head on the windshield back there. Oh, oh Jimmy. Oh. It'll be all right, Miss Lane. we better get him to a doctor for a checkup. Step on it. All right. Oh, dear. As our friends speed away, the car carrying Big George Latimer and Al McGuire has jolted to a skidding stop not far behind. At the wheel, McGuire mops his pale face with trembling hands. Impatient Latimer frets at the delay. What'd you stop for McGuire? Go after them. No, sir, not, not me, Mr. Latimer. Did you see what happened? Yes, I don't care. Judge Smith, I mean, Superman just stuck out his hand and pushed that truck away as if... As if it were made out of cardboard. Yes, I saw it. Blast him. Go after him, you fool. This is our chance to get him. No, no, nothing doing, Mr. Latimer. I'm not tangling with guys who juggle ten-ton trucks like cardboard boxes. But I have the kryptonite with me. He loses strength when it's brought within ten feet of him. Yeah, maybe so, but... Anyhow, it's too late. We'll never catch up to them now. Why, you, you sickly card. I ought to... Take it easy, Mr. Latimer. You're not Superman, you know. I'm not afraid of you. In case you've forgotten, I got a gun. I haven't forgotten, McGuire. And I won't forget it's your fault that Superman got away from me again, either. Now, listen. Now, if he recovers his memory, I'm done for. My only chance is to make sure he never recovers his memory. And I can do that with the li- liquid kryptonite. I've got to get hold of him again. Okay, now, if you'll listen to me... Quiet! I'll... I think I've got it. Oh, yeah? How? I'll tell you at my house. Right back there. But look, Get I... started. We've got to work fast. Okay, you're the boss. <laughs> turn, Al McGuire heads the car back toward Big George Latimer's house. A short time later, wearing a strip of adhesive tape across his forehead, but otherwise none the worse for his recent experience, cub reporter Jimmy Olsen, accompanied by Lois Lane, enters the office of Candy Myers, their private detective friend. Quickly, Lois brings Candy up to date. And just before that truck almost hit us, this Bud Smith said something very interesting, Candy. Yeah? What was that, Miss Lane? He said he isn't sure his name is Bud Smith. Huh? 
He isn't sure. That's right, Ken. Yes, and he went on to say that he remembers perfectly everything that happened during the last month. That is, while he was pitching for the Gainesville Colts. Then the truck cut across in front of us. Yes, and that, of course, stopped him. But I think he was going to say that he couldn't remember anything before last month. Are you kidding? Well, I don't know if he was going to say that, Miss Lane. I'm sure he was, Jim. Don't you remember how he said he couldn't remember if he'd ever worn glasses or if he'd been in Metropolis before today? Well, yes, but... Hold it, Jim. Didn't you ask him more about this later, Miss Lane? I didn't get the chance. First, we had to rush Jim to a doctor, and as soon as the doctor said Jim would be okay, Mr. Smith had to rush off to the ballpark because his manager and the photographers and a lot of people were waiting there for him. I see. Look, I know it sounds crazy, Candy, but this Bud Smith looks exactly like Clark Kent. He's a dead ringer for him. And if he has lost his memory, well, well, maybe... maybe he is Clark. Could be, could be. Sometimes I'm sure he is. But then when I hear... Wait, Jim. You both said his voice was different from Kent's. Isn't that so? Yes. It's much deeper. But in every other way, he seems just like Clark, the way he walks, all his mannerisms. And if he's got amnesia, well, well, maybe whatever caused it, a shock or an accident, affected his voice, too. Jeepers, maybe that's it. Well, I never heard anything like that, but... Well, it could be, I guess. Certainly it could. Nobody knows very much about amnesia, Candy. What about the glasses? Kent always wore them, but you say Smith doesn't. No, but listen to this. He couldn't be the great ball player he is, playing without specs if his eyes are weak. I know, now, but... take my word for it. But listen to this, Candy. Jim said he tried on Clark's glasses once, and they were like window glass, didn't you, Jim? Is that so, Jim? Yeah. You wouldn't even know you had glasses on. Then why would Kent wear them? Well, Clark had a lot of um, eccentricities, Candy, like... Well, like disappearing suddenly without telling anyone where he was going. Yeah, and then popping up again where you never expected him to be. Yeah, but how could Kent be a terrific pitcher and hitter like this Smith when we know he couldn't even throw a beanbag? Yeah, that bothers me, too. I don't know about that, but, well, if you just see Bud Smith for yourself, Candy... Don't worry, I'm going to see him. I'm going to find out if he's Kent or not tonight. You are? What's your plan, Candy? There's one sure way that can't miss. Bud Smith is going to pitch for the Titans tonight against the Dodgers. Yes. We three will be at the game, and right after it, I'll prove without question whether or not Bud Smith is Clark Kent. Tonight, Private Detective Candy Myers promises he will prove definitely whether or not Bud Smith is the missing Clark Kent. Will he be successful? We'll be back in a moment for the tense climax of today's episode. So keep listening. Say, if your crowd has a secret password or a code, that's important stuff. You don't want anybody else to get hold of that, not even your own family. And that's where the Army Money Belt Kellogg's Pep is offering you comes in mighty handy. Man, it's terrific. A real, genuine Army Money Belt, just like the G.I.'s wore, with three secret compartments. One large pocket and two smaller ones. And there's a special flap that folds over on the inside and keeps the pocket secret. A safe hiding place for your papers and letters and, and collections and secret codes. Swell when you go hiking or to camp this summer. It's the real thing. A genuine Army Money Belt in real G.I. khaki color with a full-size buckle. It's adjustable so it'll fit you slick and it's the genuine article. G.I.'s paid a dollar for it. But all you do is to mail 10 cents in one box top from a package of those super delicious whole wheat flakes, Kellogg's Pep, and your name and address to Superman Box 251, Battle Creek, Michigan. Got that? You send one dime and one box top from Kellogg's Pep, along with your name and address clearly printed, to Superman Box 251, Battle Creek, Michigan. Don't put it off. Don't miss out. Send in your order today. Get your genuine army belt with the three secret compartments. This offer is limited to the United States. 
back to the adventures of Superman. As we continue now, our scene is the library of Big George Latimer's palatial estate in Metropolis Heights. The burly politician is questioning Blake, his slight, bald-headed secretary. Well, Blake, what about that blackmailing gumshoe McGuire? Oh, he'll never try to blackmail you again, Mr. Latimer. Not in this world, anyhow. Good. Imagine he's trying to hold me up for a quarter of a million dollars. And getting yellow and refusing to after Superman today. I told him he'd pay for it. Oh, he paid all right, Mr. Latimer. In full. Good. Now, what about Bud Smith, Superman? Is it definite he's going to pitch tonight? Well, the Titans manager announced it to the press, so it's pretty definite. How about our box? You got that, didn't you? Oh, yes, sir. Your name carries a lot of weight in this town, Mr. Latimer. Going to carry a lot more as soon as I'm through with Superman. Mark my words, Blake. Side of six months, no Jew or Catholic or Negro or anybody of foreign extraction will be able to hold public office in this state. If you say so, Mr. Latimer. I do say so. Now, what about Dr. Marsh? Did you get hold of him? He's standing by, sir. And Eddie? Yes, he's got his card and papers. I thought I'd play safe and send Joe along with him just in case. Sir. Good idea. And we're all set? Well, I've checked and double-checked every detail, Mr. Latimer. I don't see how we can miss. We won't miss, Blake. This plan is foolproof. By midnight tonight... I'll have Superman in my hands again. By midnight tomorrow, you'll be a broken wreck. Out of my way. Forever. Floatingly, Big George Latimer sounds the knell of doom for Superman. What is his foolproof plan to trap the Man of Steel and deliver him again into the hands of Dr. Marsh, the former German concentration camp physician? Tonight is also the night that Candy Myers promised Lois Lane and Jimmy Olsen he would prove whether or not Bud Smith is Clark Kent, who, as we know, is Superman. Will Candy and our friends win and so help to serve Superman and restore his memory? Or will Big George Latimer, the vicious, bigoted political chieftain, conquer? Tomorrow's suspenseful episode carries a thrill a minute, fellows and girls, so be sure to listen. Tune in again tomorrow, same time, same station. And remember, for breakfast, it's Kellogg's Pep. For excitement, the adventures of Superman. Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Superman DC comic magazines and is brought to you Monday through Friday at the same time by Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal. Say, what goes with the kids in other countries? What do they look like and how do they dress? Well, Kellogg has the answer with a cutout... Dolls of all nations on packages of Kellogg's Crumbles. It's swell fun cutting them out and changing their costumes, collecting all six countries in the series, like Norway and, and Holland and China. Two cutout dolls with native costumes on every package, and only on packages of Kellogg's Crumbles. The only cereal made in crinkly, sort of sweet and mellow-rich shreds of real whole wheat. Ask Mom for Kellogg's Crumbles. And be sure to be with us tomorrow for the thrilling adventures of Superman. This is the Mutual Broadcasting System.